G'day, welcome to Brownlow Bar, where myself, Bards, Nev and Tybo discuss all the weekend's footy action, our Brownlow votes thus far in the season, and what's hot and what's not in the rest of the footy world. Righto, fellas, back at the bar. Uh, another round of fixtures gone and been, boys. Uh, how are we? Welcome aboard. Fantastic, mate. Good to be here again. We're getting to the pony end now. We're back. Another, um, another pod, regular pod this time. Yeah, yeah, regular pod. Bloody oath. Um, bit of normal normal time frames for us, which is good. Um, pretty interesting round of fixtures, boys. What we took away from it, I guess, uh, well, what I took away from it, Pies are going to play finals footy, much to a few people's demise, I'm sure, but um, they're in, demise no matter what surprise. we like about it. Um, with one round to go, boys, I personally <coughs> have not got a definite Brownlow winner yet in my tally. I'm not sure about you two, but I don't. And uh, was it a weekend where a club dropped their captain where it may have mattered most? What's your thoughts, boys? Well, in my going off my votes, the race is won and done, mate. So, still, still over, wasn't well, it? Because you, you had Neil well out. Mate, I've got him that far been ahead. Been over for that, six weeks for Neville. Yeah, <laughs> mate, I've got him that far ahead now that Bo could have to poll for three weeks straight just to get in front of him. We don't yep. have that many games left, so yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's where I'm at with that one. He's that far ahead that he couldn't be caught until halfway through next season for he's, you, I think. Well, Ned. mate, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a gun. Have you? Uh, you've still got Neil clear too, I think. Tied yeah, he's, because I think you had him. five or so up for me now. So yeah, no, right. I think he's he's got still it in the bag. Lock him right in. He's well, lock him in, Eddie. We'll get to mine when we get to the votes, boys. I guess, but geez, for me, I was excited to see. I don't know. Like I'm a Lions fan, so I do love Lockie Neil, but. When I realised he didn't poll, and a certain bloke coming second for me did, I was a bit excited that, Jesus, this might not be over yet, boys. So, anyway, around to go, and time will soon tell. Yeah. Um, what else did you touch on there? But oh, oh, made finals. Yeah, Pies yeah. are playing finals, fellas. Yeah. I backed them to lose against Carlton. As soon as they won that game, they were probably going to make it for me. So, good on them. I think they're, good. they're too good not to be in the finals. They would have been extremely... Unlucky not to be Bit there. Bit of a surprise packet, aren't they? Mate, they? Them and the Bulldogs. Mate, the talk um, is how back stir some people up. How back and everyone should be back first week of finals. How just gained um, going into law. Yeah, mate. Um, is it Mophead Monday? He's supposed to be back too from getting knocked out. No, for buddy Collingwood. Oh, Maine. Sorry, Chris Maine. <laughs> Mophead. Oh, main, the main Mophead. Yeah, the main Mophead. Um, yeah. So oh, no mate, that, they're gonna though. really they're gonna be a scary team in finals if those boys are back. Oh yeah, they'll be they'll be electric. Um, yeah, I suppose the biggest thing though, boys, didn't the Suns give them a shake? Give them a scare. Yeah, they did for a while. They they haven't really. They're a good team, Gold Coast this year. I think they're a lot better, a lot improved to what they were, and they're Come a long they're way, just eh? faster. They're not falling um, away either. Taking people on and, and using a bit of skill. And I even saw um, Rankin. Um, he was going full stretch, flying into the 50. Yep. Lowered his eyes and just nailed a, a nice, easy pass. And I was like, bam. He's You're getting listening. a mention on the podcast, yeah, mate. Well he's done. Been no, rumors are he tuned in there the other week when he gave him a bit of a spray. So. I think he did. He's taken it on board and he's just, just lace out, hit. Um, <laughs> was it Ben King, maybe? Yeah, just... turned him back around, drew him to the footy. Yeah, perfect. It was good. Yeah, so. and as for your other point, Bards Cogs, mate. Wow. Mate, that's that's very controversial. Um, so, what's your opinion, mate? What rhymes with Cogs? Vlogs. <laughs> 100%. That's what you are, Leon. And Don't co- drop your captain yeah, again. Yeah, mate. Like cost them. At the end of the day, right? They're still playing. They were or are, I guess. Just... They were in the box seat for finals, mate. Yeah. So, is it your belief that it cost them? Well, if he plays, do they win that game? 
mate, Tom Green came in and got 30 disposals. So, true, true. mate, he did not drop the bundle at all. They didn't lose anything. But I, they probably lost leadership there towards the end because they only just got beaten. True, yeah. I think um, they scored with 33 seconds to go and just they couldn't get over more the composed line. So, mate, if you've got, you've got someone of his ability in there, that game could be different. Mate, in a must-win game, you don't drop your captain, a leader of the club, someone you've just well, the rest basically of the group bent over. is going in there a little bit either A, disgruntled, or B, a little down on confidence, aren't they? Thinking Something's, that, geez, yeah. we don't have Cogsy beside us today. Like, surely you feel a, a, a better player when you know your, your best players are around you. Mate. Every team feels weaker without their best players in it. So He's just, the club captain. That's yeah. that's the big thing. He's an elite boy. He's, he's one of the best players in the comp when he's up and going. You can't just drop someone like that for, if he, for if a, a, pretty much a final spot. If he'd been trotting around for the last five weeks getting no more than 10 disposals, then okay, there might be some rhyme or reason there. But he's been played. He's been pushed forward half the time as well. So he's not playing his midfield role where he's killing it. Yep. So that's Leon's fault. That's not his fucking fault. That's right. So for, nah, look for me, for me, boys, I'm actually pissed off about Tom. That. <laughs> oh yeah, I see you get a bit passionate. <laughs> um, for me, but Tom, you're right. Tom Green came in, thirty disposals, didn't put a foot wrong. Good on him. But at the end of the day, the bloke that went out could it have been someone other than Canelio? Yes, it could have. I mean, Jacob Hopper isn't exactly lighting it up. Stays in the team. Tim Taranto has had one good game since he's been back in his four, I suppose, that he's played. Um, one I just game feel of fantasy like too. there was no one. There was no one playing. Um, you know, th- there were players playing a little bit worse than Cogs at the time when he got dropped. And I think even if Green came in, if it was for Hopper, say, or someone else, that's nothing to be said. Then no, and they win the game for me. So I think he was trying to make the point, and so. he made the point. They lost the game. I think it's backfired, and it'll just be interesting to see where it goes from here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, righto, fellas, your highlights for the weekend, boys. What do we have from the round? Um, so, well, my highlight, oh, I went with um, the Crows game. Um, Gibbsy getting chaired off by his best mates. Ah, oh, that was good. Mate, he they took ga- mine. Mate, they, <laughs> gave him, they gave him a bloody, they gave him a game. And I personally think he's in Adelaide's best 22. He showed that. He dominated that game. Yeah. Um, but he gets chaired off by two blokes in the opposite team. Now, there's a bit of an uproar. Old mate Cornsy loves loves causing drama. Said he didn't like it. Mate, they're two of his best mates. Yeah, what I think idiot. That's, I think that's an absolute great thing to do. Adelaide means nothing to him. Adelaide are a bunch of when it yep. comes to how they've handled him because he's proven that Mate, if he went to another club, I think he'd have another year or two in him easily. Yeah, he would have found regained his form I a lot think quicker so, too. Mate. So, mate, I just I thought that was just a good touching thing, and we see a lot of people retiring in that this time of the year, like end of the year things like that. But the way that finished, all oh, that was really good. Bit of a so. fairy tale for him too, wasn't it? Yeah, finish against his his yeah, last club. Corns, he have been a flog about it, mate. Yeah. He's just captain flogged that bloke, mate. Like he, that, he himself came out and said, "You've said at the end of the game, I appreciate everything that Adelaide's done for me." Um, or, you know, the day later, I suppose it was. Um, and I've got no no hard feelings against Adelaide whatsoever, or any of the players that I've now become friends with there. And he goes, "But the two that cheered me off." have been my best mates over the past 20 years. So, yeah, he said, like, they're actually genuinely my best mates. So, the fact that I got to play them as well as have them there to be able to come off the field, I was always going to get them to cheer me off. And it was... Yeah, mate, it was perfect. Yeah, well, Corns is paid to be a dickhead, so... Well, pretty much, isn't he now? Unfortunately, I used to like his... His obscure points of view occasionally, because I thought that well, I thought occasionally he had good points of view, but now I feel like... I think he's trying to... And the whole of the media and, you know... 
knows that he's just literally is paid to go out of his way to create a ruckus now, mm. surely. Flogging it up. Uh, my highlight, boys, was the umpires this week. Um, Ooh, I was down. You know, they, they haven't really nailed it, but I'm happy that <laughs> Went they, back to a bit more common sense, yeah, do you think? They're not as harsh and not, they're not being idiots, I suppose. They're, they're letting the play go on a bit more than what they have been. So, Well, I've heard well r- whispers that Razor Ray turned in last week as well. So, <laughs> Mate, nothing will bloody help him. He's, he's lost it. That's my highlight. Nice Very good. I, t- I tend to agree with you, to be honest. The, most of the games I watched over the weekend, the uh, yeah, definitely the holding the ball rule. A few if you still, but majority of it was more common sense. There was a few umpires still stuck in the tracks of where they've been this year. But yeah, I liked it, mate. So No highlight for me, boys, because I'm going to settle with that because I absolutely loved the uh, Bryce Gibbs moment. I thought it was pretty good, pretty yeah. special. So. Um, yeah. Low lights, fellas. Yeah, this one, this is going to polarise the bar a little bit here, but um, bloody... I don't like the way Tom Hawkins plays his football sometimes. Duck. Fucking duck. You're kidding, mate. <laughs> mate, he kicks goals. He kicks what's goals. He, what's he doing He kicks wrong? goals fair in the back. Mate, I've got, I've got footage. I'll pass it around and show you. But uh, right. loves the hands in the back as a mate, forward. And, and they don't get paid off. A, and they don't get paid a lot. You saw it? Do, what do you I, think? I saw the post in the what, video. Yeah, what do you think? And I, I actually commented on it. It was um, Brad Lambert or something posted on our on our page. I'll just pass it over and oh, mate, have a little bit of a I squeeze. slowed it down and had a look. And, and, and these, you say that doesn't get called. But he does get called for, for hands in the back a fair bit. Um, I think it's fairly 50-50. But I don't think he's actually pushed him in the back in that video that, that is on our page. He's got his forearm out in his side. If you slow it down, it's in his side. Is that is it? First of all, is that the only one you've got of him, yeah. or is there more of them? Like, is there a repeat? Oh, mate, I've seen a lot more. That's the only one I've got footage of right now. I do get nervous. That was, that year, that was the pretty, first. He's been pretty good this year, I think. He's just that been was strong. The and first. He gets him in the side. Yeah. That was the first contest of the game. That wasn't halfway through the game. That was the first contest. I'll of the give game. him the benefit of the doubt. Well, he's always going to make mistakes. It's up to the umpires to pull him up. I mean, him pushing someone in the backs up to, up to him. If he gets away, then he knows he does. Why not keep doing yeah. it? So yeah. you're probably more up the umpires again, Nev, than Tom. No, I'm he does. Here. But in saying he does that, a lot of pushing, but it's for the majority in the, of the contest year, out of the, in the side. He pushed them in the side. The majority of the year that ball. I've seen, he's either pushed the side or he's actually thrown them to the side by their side. He's not really ever pushed too many in the back. I don't think. Well, I've got another um, photo of one of our <laughs> all of a favourite at the bar, old Dusty Martin. And so here's the thing. And this, <laughs> yes, I 100% agree. He pushes people in the nah, back. Nah, mate. Have a look at this. That's not a push in the back. That's clean as it comes. You know, I, I agree with you. He, there he is, kicked- I was about to say, there is others in the game that I wasn't going to say the name of that are a far more protected species <laughs> than what Tom Hawkins is that pushes people in the back. And he is up Check there that with photo the most out. of them. That's clean as it comes. No hands in the back whatsoever. He, he actually worked back off him. No push, no nothing. Kicked a goal. I think Ty might have remembered it. Oh, hang on. You're actually showing me a legit one where, yeah. it, is, where it is just holding him off. Yeah. What, is this oh, the only, only one you could find? No, <laughs> no, mate. I'm just saying that... Like, His hands are legit. Never, no, you're saying that's though. fair. Is that what you are saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No? <laughs> I don't think you can take it. <laughs> to a degree, that's, that's, that's yeah. shit-ass footage. Now. It's I just need a to picture. see a video of mate, it because you are allowed to use your elbows. But and I agree. This is back to me, but I was trying to, I was trying to roll him up, mate. Nah, mate, you failed. <laughs> Look, Buzz is wearing a Geelong Cats uh, jumper you, tonight, so I know he's you're being board. facetious, but in saying that, Dustin Martin does push in the back a lot when he goes to take marks, and I don't know if it's just that one back pedal that he takes 
when he goes to after the push that they seem to think he held his ground, but there's no way in the world he Mate, holds I his think, ground. And I he should have a lot players, more freeze played against him. I think little players like Dusty, like not big tall forwards, I think big tall forwards sometimes, this is going a bit off track, but they probably get a little bit... Um, extra attention put on them in yeah. those stronger wrestles because they looks like they're manhandling someone where they're just stronger. And they should a, they should be too. Because let's dust, be honest, a yeah. defender puts an arm just literally on a guy's tummy just to hold his space, right? Yeah. Not necessarily done. holding onto him yet at all. But it, as soon as they put that arm near them, He's they done. say you're holding him. Like, But yet a midfielder, like we spoke about earlier in the year, like Lockie Neal on the weekend, for instance's sake, Clark, seriously, as if he's not holding him at times. Like he's... But yet... In the in that area of the field, that's okay. Yeah. Forward line, it's not okay for should a defender. Be, it should be the same. same as pushing the back in the middle seems to be okay. Pushing the back for a full forward, not so much. Basically, so, I don't mind it as long as it stays that way. What know? I was trying to, to, I was it, just yeah. trying to stir tie up, and it failed. I was hoping you'd run along with the story, mate. But well done. But old, old hands in the back, Hawkins. Sorry. I'm off him. Hands <laughs> in the back. My low light is um, Grimes, the flog, mate. Oh, this bloke, far out. Stop acting. A bit and of start a, playing football. He's a bit of a grimy bloke, isn't he's he? He's a fuck. He's a flog, mate. <laughs> if you can Jesus, get someone touch player, you, though. right? Is I can't remember. It was Dalhouse or Parfit? We're running back into the Cats fifty. Shit kick from the Cats, and he's he was there. Grimes took the mark, and whoever it was, come back and just touched him on the shoulder. He's done a full three sixty, flown himself into the <laughs> fucking ground, and then they he gets a fifty meter penalty. He takes it out of the Cats fifty, halfway up the frigging ground, and they get a goal. Mate, you're a friggin' flog, and you—they you, need to. The umpires are also flogs. <laughs> Look at this, mate. Face. No, I'm human about this because if the umpires just say, "All right, that's a dive. Um, here's a free kick to the opposition for you being a dickhead," and they get a shot on goal, kick a goal, that cockhead's not going to kick. A, he's not going to dive anymore. All right, they need to be harsh on it and say, "All right, that'll cost you a goal, mate. That's what you get. This isn't home and away. This is." home and away game of football you're here to play football mate that's it so much angry cut me off when he's pushing cats human no it's just because these dickheads do it all the time from richmond in particular they're a diving club and that's where they're going the whole lot of them the whole lot of them coming from a geelong supporter oh unbelievable if we put a bloody what do you what do you what do they put on social media these days a thumbs up and a love heart yeah but a thumbs up and a love heart for um for geelong being bigger divers than richmond i'll tell you what i'll tell you what i can be 50 50 oh please richmond especially this year they're all right you've had your moment mate what about you um look i'm gonna let the coach off the hook a smidge here and I'm just going to say it's Hawthorne in general. I'll blame the board because I believe they've got as much right in this decision as what Clarko does. But you hate I, this bloke. Oh, I do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody Clarkson. No, but no, it's I'm off Hawthorne, right? Okay. My low light is Hawthorne. Hawthorne's decision as a club, we'll say, <laughs> to re-sign Sean Burgoyne. I love the guy. He's silky as. He's been awesome. Um veteran of the club great footballer but I believe using your heart potentially I'll assume by Clarko to keep a player on contract next year is only misleading your fans to ask questions of what the hell is the direction of our football club now because I thought I might have known I thought for a while there he was he was filling the gap he didn't want to go into a lull he wanted to continue 
and not and you know disbelieve what a lull in football teams is, and just actually still have a good side. So he recruited the likes of um, we've spoken about before. I think Jaeger O'Meara, Tom Mitchell, Tom Scully. Tom Scully. He brought in Wingard last year, right? So all people that he thought could still reach a huge potential and not maybe not go through that complete bloody wooden spoon limbo sort of section for a few years. It hasn't paid off. So now's the time to get into your, your draft picks, which we're assuming he will do. And he's still filled another spot now with someone like Burgoyne. I don't know what direction the Hawthorne Football Club is going in. And I don't think it's good for their fans. So, yeah. That's my low light. At the end of the day, he forced out Sam Mitchell. Not so much forced out, but didn't do anything to hold on to Sam Mitchell, Jordan Lewis, Luke Hodge, um, Bergwin, I believe, is at the end of his tether far more in advance than what they were at the time, and he's holding him next year. So I'm just a bit confused by and it. And what, they got Stratton and Puopolo retiring this year. Yeah, but they, but they you don't want to lose all your old heads, but I mean, you had no drama doing it two to three years ago. So there was a clear reason for that. So continue to do it and bring in your would youth, you keep, mate. Don't you, try and hang on to Would you think now. keeping Stratton over a Bergwin would probably give them a bit more... You know what I mean? Like he's a leader in the back line. He might be be able to be more of a coach back there, Stratton, rather than because you've said as in as in would you keep Stratton over Bergwijn? Yeah, because you've said Bergwijn's Jeez, a bit would, of a big I mean, part I keep, player. I wouldn't keep either. I'd, so I you agree with just them. piss him off and stuff. Yeah, I fresh. agree with them. Well, I don't know if Stratton did. Stratton actually he wanted to retire. Or was he? Oh, pushed I don't out know, but he has retired. I don't know. Right. Who knows if he either got way? Pushed, let's say but, let's yeah. say he could play next year. I think the decision's correct to to let him go. But I think you've got to let Bergwijn go too. So that's the wrong decision, them keeping him. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, fair yeah you've got to start just backing some youth now. Like, if Clarko has to accept his team is in at least a mid-lull right now. Oh, mate, and the only way to get out of it is to use youth. They don't you have a squad. Yeah. Well, look, what did they finish? And they're third to or fourth that. last on the ladder. Surely Bergwijn's not going to turn a game games on in its head. No. You know, hang on to Isaac Smith and the likes of them that still have plenty of run, but... Yeah, what surely. are they? Third, fourth, last on the ladder. They're in a. They're in a re. I don't care what Clarko thinks. They're in a rebuild, mate. Of course they're, they are. They're bottom four club. Bingo. Simple. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see what happens from that next year. Uh, Nev's news. Let's get into it. Right, oh boys, Neville's news time. So not much to go here. We got one week to go. Not much going on, but uh, probably the biggest one was Lockie Neal getting off his dangerous tackle. So that was a little bit of a worry for some people. I thought he was always going to get off. They're not going to suspend him. Um, but yeah, um, Doherty's got a calf calf test, mate. He's hurt a, he hurt a lot of people in the fantasy game this week. But uh, we'll get to that. I'm in the finals, by the way. Um, Gary Ablett beat these boys back-to-back each week, I think. <laughs> Gary Ablett's back, talking, speaking of back. Um, Zach Jones got a hemi. Um, that could guarantee steal the win for the for the club there. Um, and then Cogs dropped last week. Huge news. Will he be reinstated? It's probably too late for him now. But, yeah, we'll wait and see if he's going to be reinstated or picked again this week. Who did the hemi? Yeah, Zach Jones. Zach Jones. Zach Jones. I completely missed that over the weekend. I had no idea it did. Zach Jones. I'll tell you who it hurts. It absolutely destroys St. Kilda's chances in the finals. Have a guess who's probably slated to come back in. What, Hanbury made a miracle? That's him. That's him, mate. That looks like he's going to be named. So That won't win him a final. No, it won't win him a final. That's brilliant. But yeah. And yeah, anything else? Cogs and Neil, probably the big one. But... Lockie yeah. Neal was never in trouble First, for that. That's no, he wasn't. I could Absolute not shit. agree more. It was laughable that there. Were, it was clearly just to create a bit of conjecture yeah. around Brownlow. 
There was no way in the world he could be suspended for that tackle. Old mate was literally falling forwards. It was, if anything, it was an in-the-back gone wrong because he didn't quite turn him to the side enough. And, and old mate's own momentum landed on his head on that yeah, bounce. This sort but of sounds like no your um, this sounds like your argument when Dylan Shield got rubbed out, buds. Uh, no, no, nothing in that one. <laughs> <laughs> the whole, whole call on Lockie Neal. <laughs> shit, flush it down the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, but that's all I got for Neville's news. <laughs> that's all I got for the news, boys. Not Mate, much there. One week to go. Hang on. Anything, buds? Cogsy, Cogsy, yep. of course, he will be back. It's not a concern of whether or not he'll be back for GWS this week. It's a concern of whether or not he'll be back for GWS next year. Didn't he? Hasn't he just signed a big we'll lucrative contract? Did he oh, sign it? Still though? trade him. Well, I thought he signed it. That's why Zach Williams is probably going on the Blues next year. Oh no, he's sniffing like he's in your bloody sister's top drawer, mate. As far as I know. But anyway. <laughs> Right, let's get into the votes, boys. All right, boys, into the votes. Uh, first game of the week was West Coast versus St Kilda, fellas. My three vote. This is a pretty easy one, I thought, to kick the week off, which I always like to see. Um, Tim Kelly, unbelievable game of footy there. Uh, probably his best game of the season, actually. Uh, racked him up, boys. Thirty disposals. He hit the scoreboard. Tackles, six marks, plenty of clearances. There was not much he did not do. So I think this will be unanimous. How do we go, boys? T. Kelly, three votes. <laughs> yeah, I was on him too. Ingle's um, very undermanned this game. and Buddy, he stood up. Unreal. He Unreal did game indeed, mate. Yeah, bloody oath. Uh, boys, two votes. Went to Nick Nat Nui for me. Um, yeah, another, another really just an influential game, I suppose. It's always the word to use for Nick Nat because... He doesn't quite get as much ball as others, even for a Ruckman. He got a bit of other Ruckman. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah. this game, mate. So 18 disposal, and that's what lifted it for me. He threw a massive 33 hit out, so that's huge. But yeah, the fact that he got more ball this week, um, yeah, was yeah bloody awesome, I thought. So he got two votes. Andy Rue Gaff got my two votes there, mate. Um, top, top the disposals there with 33, uh, kicked a goal. Um, yeah, I thought he, he was pretty pretty good he's getting back to his ball winning best and I think that's good for the Eagles coming into finals yeah mate I actually side with you there Ty I had to go with Gaffer um, I think they're the only two sort of established midfielders in that whole team and they really like I said before threw it all on their back and carried the whole team along with a bit of help but they definitely yeah went a long way to winning that game for him so Gaffer got me too Fair enough, boys. And I know that, uh, yeah, look, I suppose we know that Gaff's not the clearance man that he, that he... Well, he's never really been a huge clearance man for them, but he's certainly not anymore. He's definitely just an outside player for them. And I suppose for me that hurt him because I didn't actually give him the one vote. But to be fair, having 33 disposals is probably probably stitching him <laughs> up in and not giving him a vote. But um, I just loved Hunter Clark's game so this might be one of those ones where I've seen them as neither of them being uh, in contention for the Brownlow and I just went a little bit you know best of the opposition so yeah Hunter Clark one vote uh, I had Jack Steele there with my one um, yeah I thought no, it, Nick it wasn't no it wasn't a, a massive um, win by the Eagles 15 points in the end um, Steele um, well, he led St Kilda for everything Um disposals, clearances. Um, he was just... He does what he does every week. So, mate, I thought he was good enough to get one there. Yeah, I split my vote. So, Nick Nat got half vote and I went with Jack Steele for the other half of vote. I was struggled to find... I just couldn't find room for Clark, even though he was bloody good bards. But, yeah, couldn't find room. I think this sort of game, Eagles under man, defeated the Saints. 
I don't reckon the Saints. I think they'll just be also rounds when it comes to finals. Oh, you've been off them since round five, and mate. That's for no good, secret. And for good bloody reason, mate. But no, mm. you'll, you'll, you'll stack up now. But it's because Zach Jones is out for me. That's because I'm awesome. Yeah, if if they can't <laughs> if they can't beat West Coast when they, with that midfield, when they've they got had, ten players out of known the McGovern as out, well. They've, yeah, they got no they don't have a cho- They don't have a chance. And it, and, and it was in Brisbane, wasn't it? <laughs> don't uh, know where it is. Doesn't, it was in Queensland somewhere. No, yeah. but I mean West Coast hate it. They called it tie. They still won. They still won. <laughs> That's yeah. correct. Right, uh, Ty. We'll give you the next game. Yeah, thank can't God wait. for that, mate. It's the Cats oh. versus Richmond. How'd they go? Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> good point, man. Uh, How'd that bloody go, mate? I'll tell you what. Scrappy game from both sides early on. I was sitting there up at the game. One side it, was worse. And, um, well, they were both shit outs. Like, they, as soon as the Richmond would have a shot, as you can see by their, their goals to behind, 7-15. Um, yeah, they, 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 they just, could have put 80 on you. They could have <laughs> if they kicked straight, but they, they didn't because they were crap. Um, it was just inaccurate from both teams. Um Sloppy and and just turnovers really cost you along uh, in the game. Uh, anyway, and and flogs that dive. So this flog that that dives was going to get my three votes, but then he dived like a flog and he didn't. So what? Bolton, Bolton got my three votes. I'm talking about Grimes, that grimy flog. Who got you three? <coughs> yeah, I want to know. Shay Bolton, too. mate. So oh. Shay Bolton uh, had a brilliant game. And uh, yeah, I think he was he was well deserving of the three votes there. He he did a lot around the ground, and was very noticeable with the footy in his hands. Righto. Before I get on to my three, here's a stat for you. I know you're a stat man. Good. Geelong's thirty-one points was the lowest score by a top eight side this year. Yeah. Just after they'd lost their fifth game, which oh, means they just can't about make, to jump in there. Which means they can't win the GF. Let it be known that that is now their fifth loss of the season as well. And mm-hmm. I stated earlier in the year, every single year Geelong have won a premiership. They never lost more than four games in that year. Let it also be known. Can't win it, mate. <laughs> two thousand seven, nine, and eleven. Cats lost their second last game of the season, and then they won the flag. Doesn't so matter. Stick that yeah, in your but pipe it, and smoke it wasn't. It. it wasn't their fifth loss, mate. <laughs> and it also, was probably their fourth. That's, that's irrelevant. the seventh lowest score for the season by every team. Is it really? Yeah, that's, that's how shit. garbage you boys were. Mate, were cooked. I will tell you what, they've. Bloody heard me. You're really coming into the finals bloody strong, aren't you? Ah, everyone's going to have a low somewhere. <laughs> Give us your votes there. Uh, Rewalt, three votes. Log, stop trying to steal I know, I know Ty loves it when someone kicks a bag and doesn't get many possessions, mate. Yeah, Jack Rewalt, three oh, mate, votes. Mate, those four goals, he, he probably wins the game. Mate, it was a scrappy Did? game. Yeah, exactly. It was a scrappy game. He's kicked four goals, took marks everywhere. He was the difference maker when it comes <sighs> to kicking goals. I don't know how many times I'll say it. Stick it. Four's five, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ty... Seriously, Three votes, Rewalt. Richmond won. Geelong did nothing. Didn't have anyone stand up to be dominant. So Richmond's best player gets it for me. And it, their best player for them winning the game was Jack Rewalt. Done. Flogs a lot of you. Uh, didn't have him in my votes. Tom Stewart, two votes. Uh, now, this bloke was the only cat that did stand up. The rest of them were absolute trash. Flopsy, dropsy didn't play. <laughs> I'm just glad you've appreciated the names now. You're That's on board. That's a good name. I, do, I like a good true. name. I like a good name. He's like, actually not been doing it as much lately. You like lately, the truth. Which I'm proud of. Uh, Tom Stewart, mate. He, this cat, right? What a pickup he <laughs> has been. Cat. He is a cat, isn't he? What, what a pickup he has been in the, in the last few years. Mate, mature age. Um, all Australian. Mate, he's, two he years, is a weapon. Um, yeah. And I think he's our MVP. Like, 
when he's been out of the Cats team, they've been shit out their defence. When he comes back in, he just structures them. Except for on the weekend, it was a big stuff up. Probably not his fault. Someone else's. Bev? <laughs> Mate, Dusty Martin got my got my two votes. Mate, I thought he was bloody good enough. Um, got plenty of the ball. I think he was the leading leading ball getter on the Tigers team. So, mate, got my two. Yeah, mate. Um, I actually agree with you, Ty. The only bloke that... Well, I'll, I'll say there's two blokes that stood up. Guthrie also stood up for his here. Another really, really good game. Um, but a bit more easy pill for Guthrie. Um, whereas Tom Stewart was awesome, still controlling and running the show. So, he got my two. Didn't run it well enough, did he? He didn't. Not enough help. <laughs> and my one vote, as I said earlier, I spoke enough about this flog, Grimes. Oh, you give me the vote. So this <laughs> this flog, he would have had the three votes. That'll do me. And up until he dived, so do you think you've heard it up all? Up until he dived, he had my three votes because he was just controlling the footy in the back line. Wow. Every time would come in, he was there, loose or or doubling up with Bolter. And um and just shutting down the cat's forward line, so yeah. it was a good game. He probably deserves three, but, but well, I've yeah. given him one because he was a flog. <laughs> Mate, I split my vote here. Guthers and Stewart got half vote each. Had to find room for both of them, so I was able to. Of course you can when you get four blokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. and uh, look, Bards, you'd love four blokes. I, I tend to <laughs> <laughs> for the second time. I tend, I tend to agree. <laughs> Ty um, Grimes had a great game. But due to the fact that Dusty was still there, he's the name and he's the vote getter, he gets the one vote. Yeah, <laughs> right. Who's so turn? next game, so Frio got up over North here, absolutely smashed these boys. Um Frio been going alright, but uh Nat Fire, three votes. Mate, thought he was good enough, back to his best. Um Boom. Not, not super prolific, but yeah, easy three. Yep, five was uh B O G for me, three votes. Can I just add, boys, last week? Gave Freo a highlight for how good their defence is. Stated all they need to do is get Hogan up and firing. Now, early days, but all I can say is he did. He gets four. Tabs yeah. gets three. Walters gets three. If they can keep these boys all together next year and get a forward line going. Dangerous, isn't it? I'm telling you, mate. They will threaten. So, yeah, good on you, Freo. Yeah, Nat Fife. Three votes. Yeah, easy one. Um, this bloke, Acres above the rest, he got two. Blake Acres, two votes. No, nah, it turns out he's a couple behind him for me. So, Mundy got two votes. Well, Moped, back oh, on board, Moped, boys. Mundy. Plenty of clearances and plenty of hard ball gets there for Mundy. I noticed him a lot. Yeah, uh, it's hard to miss him. Uh, but I did for the two. It's Acres, two votes. Yeah, um, for me, one vote. I'll split this one again. So, Bards, uh, Moped got, was in there. But I had to give Sonny Walters three as well, mate. He kicked three goals. He was unreal up forward. Gave him a half um, vote. Half vote, mate. I'm yeah, his buddy good. Yeah, good. So, yeah. Um, him and Mundy split it for me. He's a good player. Yeah, very Great good, player. mate. Um, I also gave Walters uh, the one vote, boys. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm just having a look here, fellas. Just something on, on Blake Akers. He just got a... I know he's a winger, ultimately, but he just got too much easy ball. He only got the five contested possessions. The other 19 were uncontested. So, mm. yeah, he just didn't do the hard work for me. I think he played a lot off halfback in this game. And, well, a bit more and, halfback yeah, than Yeah, and run. Yep. He, he had a lot of runoff there. Um, yeah. I thought he was good. He had, I think he had nearly the most metres gained for the game, Acres. Anyway, it doesn't matter because I've already given him my two. Indeed. Did he, did he one Acres and Acres? He went probably a couple of Acres. <laughs> yeah. My, my one went to Moped uh, Monday, not main. Moped Monday. Right. Great, great game. Sweet, Bards. Lead us away with the Port game. Oh, Port Essendon, fellas. So. Geez, Essendon are a rabble. Yeah, oh yeah, the shot to pieces, mate. Uh, they're another one that's 
I don't know. I'm not. I've got a bit more idea of their direction than Hawthorne. I'll say that much, but it's not much. <laughs> not much more. Uh, boys, Rocky, Tommy Rockliffe, the fantasy pig, he was back to his best. He said he would be. He even tweeted out, I'm ready to go this week, ready for a big run. When he does that, he generally does. Lot of the ball, and he was just, um, yeah, I guess those conditions suited him, and you saw him all the time. So, Rocky for me. Yeah, Essendon. They had some helpers, though. Essendon can't make finals, can they? No. Uh, and you can't spell done or end like Essen- without Essendon, so that's them. Uh, Rocky's got my three votes <laughs> oh, as well, boys. He's tonight. And I'll uh, tell you what, he is a gun. And, and he, yeah, he's, he's very active on social media, um, as, do, as we yeah. know. And, yeah, uh, yeah he's, he said he was back and he, he bloody was. Mate, the pig got my three too, Rocky. He's up there. Three votes. <laughs> too good. Mate, get off the soundbar. That's trash. Uh, boys, two votes. <laughs> two, like, that doesn't even sound like a pig. Well, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> two votes. Only wines, boys. Uh, toss up here. Flip of the coin between him and Bokey, uh, which made things really interesting going into the final round for the Brownlow for me. Uh, so, But I just gave it to wines. Base, basically... On his kicks, uh, he had 13 kicks out of his 28 disposals, whereas Boke had 26 disposals and only the nine kicks. So plenty of handballs, plenty of just dishing off. Whereas, yeah, Wines probably was a bit more noticeable. Yeah, I had Wines as well, and uh, it's because he was a gun. And um, yeah, he started the year pretty slow, but he's really kicked it up a gear, and he's playing like we know he can. Yeah, mate, I'm on Ollie as well. I think watching the game, he was definitely like... You're on a lot of blokes. Yeah. <laughs> mate, he, I, I just think he, he looked a lot better than what Boke did, so that's why he got my two. Yep. Um, one vote, boys, was Boke, yeah. No more to be said there. Uh, yeah, no I Boken. believe uh, I gave my vote to Boke. No, nah, I didn't. Joking. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm just you didn't have him in. I'm just Boke and I didn't give it to him. I gave it to Merritt. <laughs> because, You're joking. Mate, no, I'm Boke um, <laughs> mate, Merritt Essendon, uh, they needed a vote there, I reckon. And this bloke, why? What? They got bloody destroyed. Uh, it wasn't that bad, fifty mate. points, mate. I didn't write down the stats for this game. <laughs> but, we can figure oh, well yes, tell. I did. Yes, I did. I'll tell you right now. Oh. Um, he was good. Uh, had plenty of tackles, plenty of clearances. <laughs> Four hundred thirty-nine meters gained. That helped, didn't it? And uh, mate. I think it's hard to to win a game when the rest of your team's playing like a pack of dogs. So this bloke did a great job keeping them in, in nineteen the uncontested possessions. Absolute exactly, pussy. Running with the footy in his hands, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, Carry on, oh, Ty. Who's know. next? Oh, Boke, one vote. Good. I just didn't want to give yeah. Boke a vote. You're I think that's exactly what it was. That's what it, it felt must like. Have been. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. He's been boking about enough. You're up, mate. Right. GWS Melbourne. Oh, yeah. GWS D's. Uh, so Josh Kelly here, mate. Uh, absolute unreal game from the big fella. They lost, uh, but he he was brilliant. 24 disposals, 10 inside 50s. He led the game, um, which was six more than the next best player. And then 707 metres gained. 250 more than the next best player. This bloke wow. had a lot of the ball and uh, was Still using it. Win. Well, it was a very close game, and his bloody captain was dropped because you know why. <laughs> Mate, I've, uh, I've gone with Tom Green. Three votes. Mate, he got 30 disposals. Come in. Hadn't played, hadn't played for a few weeks. <laughs> but I tell you what, that bloke won me my fantasy semi-final. So 
Oh, you might have voted with your heart, did you? Uh, mate, he had a bloody good game too. I, did, I think I took you down, didn't I, Ty? Yeah, yeah. Tom Green didn't get a vote for me. <laughs> that's that's probably why, eh? Because he took down Suck my eggs. Team. Righto, three votes, Tom Green, Bards. I will give you one other sweet stat for him, Nev. Yep. 30 disposals, yep. 21 were contested. He's a beast, mate. Like that. He's <laughs> a tank. That is good going. Buddy, I better than Cogs. But Leon Cameron <laughs> is vindicated. Um, I gave three <laughs> votes to Josh Kelly. I agree with Ty. Yeah, um, he was just far more noticeable with the, um, I suppose the yeah the meters gained at the end of the day. He had he had twenty kicks of his twenty four disposals. So whilst Tom Green won the hardball like contested stuff, he actually had twenty two handballs out of those. Made Kelly look good, didn't he? So. Yeah, Kelly made himself look good. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Righto, next. Uh, Max Gorn's taking me two here. He's the only demon Ooh, I've got. That's mate, a bit wild. Destroyed Mumford. Not hard to do against two shit ruckmen, just going Well, mate, you only well, got to play against jump, your opposition. Mate. 44 hitouts, 15 Ooh. disposals, and eight clearances. That is eight big. clearances, that is which huge. he led. Yeah. Um, I assume he won the hitouts yeah. <laughs> with 44 of the bloody things. Uh, yeah, he killed it, mate. He's he's had a really good game. I uh, I might have missed a trick because he's not in my votes. Mm. I think mate, I have too, mate. I've gone with Stephen May. I thought he was bloody unreal, mate. You the way he marshaled that back line. Um, he's gone a long way to winning that game for for GWS. So he's got my two votes. He was unlucky not to get my three. To be fair, uh, Tom Green got my two. So never said anything about him before. Yeah, I uh, I had Brent Daniels with my one, and um, I was really when I watched the game live, I was like, mate, this guy is killing it. That's because he kicked a goal with thirty three seconds. To no, go. it's not. That's all you remember. It's because he did a lot of work around the footy, and so um, Tom Gray. I, I looked. You I looked back at it. Tom Green did. Dial. Tom Gray did nothing around the ball. Hundred percent. You watch the votes come up, and this guy's going to get at least one vote. Jeez, we, we'll we, have a. We'll he have was unreal, mate. We will. We will. Three goals he kicked. Two goal assists, had 19 pressure acts. He was running, he was tapping the ball onto his mates when it was coming in, did everything he could without his captain there because his coach is a tosser. <laughs> um, mate, he was brilliant, and I'll tell you that for free. Okay. Well, appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't, wasn't paying for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. Mate, I'll split me one vote. Josh Kelly's in there, but I had to go with Oliver too. I thought that the ginger, oh, mate, shit. his contested ball and just the amount of the amount of ball that he can gather and help his team. Um, yeah, I've gone with him. Tracker missed out this week, so. Oh well, no, he didn't for me. He got one for oh, me. Oh, Tracker so, did. Yeah, mate. I just thought he had some really, really big moments for the. He always kicked that one goal. Yeah, big moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really what one about of the, the goal of the year that Daniels kicked? So, didn't win the close. game, did it? Look, it's close. Um, you know, I, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just liked. I, I was tossing up between him and Oliver, like we normally are, and I did think that he influenced the game a little. Well, not so. Much, I don't say he influenced the game more, but he was more, more noticeable, noticeable watching yeah. the game than what Oliver was to me. Mm. A little bit more in under close stuff for Oliver, but you didn't see him do the cool, the cool stuff really. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what it comes down to sometimes. That's just fair. Do the cool shit, the flashy stuff. <laughs> right, eh? That's why everyone liked Rankin. Toss yeah, well, talk, talk about flashy, mate. The Crows beat the Blues. I'll tell you what. Bloody Shoal. What about him? Bloody, I think he's only played like two or three games. He gets a BOG, three three votes. Bit, yeah. of, a, bit of a storm on social media, mate, because Isaac Quainall got the uh, Rising Star Award this year, and there's a lot of people that aren't happy about it. When you get a BOG as a rookie and you don't get don't get the Rising Star mm. Award, yeah, what's going on just, there? But Yeah, just the norm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Dogs. Oh, the nom, yeah. Rough not to, to be honest. Very rough. I mean, Quainer probably deserves but, one, but it's like well, they just pulled it out to give it to him. This is the this thing. Time. This is the thing well, where a there's a few names picked early in the year, and we always say this is Rising Star, where there's that much hype and media about them, that no matter what happens during they have the year, to get you know they're going to get a Rising Star. Now, I don't think he's one of them. I don't think he's one of those names that had to get a Rising Star nom. But I reckon they would have gone... Who are the, I reckon every week they probably go, who are the two best? Let's pick one. And I personally believe that they nearly always, at this time of the year, will just select the guy that's got more games under his belt throughout the year. So it's you know more of a decision to make. Whereas Shoal, perf- he definitely deserved it, 100%. But he's not going to be looked at in contention for rising stuff. I'd love to know the he's, criteria. Because he's played one good game out yeah. of three games. I'd love to know played. the criteria so. on how they nom them and then how they vote at the end. I'd love mm. to know just how they do that because, yeah. Well, it's something that Neville yeah. should know. Yeah, we saw the same happen with Riccardi a couple of weeks ago. We had a blinder. Didn't yep. Should have been it. And it went to... Who, who even knows? Exactly. And he just... He, they just Trent look at him. Wasn't they they gave at, it to him the next week. I they think, look ahead and go, well, hang yeah. on. He's got three rounds week. left. That means he'll only play four games for the year. He isn't going to win it. Well, let's not nom him. Yeah. Um, you know, Max King should have been nommed early in the year. Wasn't. And then he was when he had played a reasonable game. It wasn't a great game. So... But anyway, um, to be honest, it goes against most of my methods to give a deb- well, not a debutante, but a rook, a three vote, unless he absolutely lights it up. And he did. But he did, so he met that criteria. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, Luke Scholl, 100%, three votes. Yeah, mate. Is it Scholl or school? Because he, he taught some lessons, mate. He got my three as it's, well. It's Scholl. Yeah, there's no, okay. definitely no there's only one O missing, but carry on. There's no C in it. Yeah, there is. No, there's not. Oh, well, I've made a mistake <laughs> when I wrote it down then. It's like Shell oh with an O. No, don't worry about it. Matt Crouch, <laughs> two votes. Move along. Move along. Oh, I don't know what I got. Uh, <laughs> Laird. Boys, Rory Laird. Wowee. What a game. Now, well, I've lost my notes here, but <laughs> no, I promise Can we you, tell? Here, here is the thing, boys. He was very, very close with Crouch. For the votes. Oh, just, I'm scrambling. <laughs> Buy me some time. But he had 14 contested possessions. I'm not sure if that's the main one I was after. But four clearances, 14 contested possessions of his of his 27 disposals. So that was huge. Whereas um, Crouch, oh, I don't know, boys. I'll tell you what, I'm a bit lost here. <laughs> but yeah, land no, too much. That was just limit. Crouch, seven contested possessions. Not really like Crouch. Only seven contested game. possessions. <laughs> Rory Laird, oh, 14. Yeah. yeah. That's beast mode. That's double Neville. Yeah. Now, thanks, uh, thanks, I didn't have Crouch at all in my vote, so I got Laird there as well because of all those reasons that you mentioned in that half an hour segment, buds. <laughs> Neville. <laughs> Laird, one vote, and he's in there with one vote because of all those things that buds mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> all right. He's lost again. No, no, no. I love throwing this Um, guy under the bus. No, I'm just finding it really funny that I actually didn't have Crouch as one vote after all this. I got Harry McCoy. It was a massive game for him. You're joking. uh, For Carlton. No, he was was really, really good, boys. He was their shining light. He kicked four goals. As you know, that's five goals. I won't say any more. I'll dig myself in a hole. This round's been bad. (laughs) But seriously, Harry McCoy... Let's have a bet on that one. He'll get a vote in that game. Mm. Mark is my words. it um, Adelaide that he was his, awesome. his brother plays for? He's no, got... North Melbourne. North Melbourne, yeah. Mate, they look identical. It's crazy. Twins look the same. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Walsh. 
Got my Holy one, though. Holy shit. Um, mate, he... I thought he was Carlton's best. I don't know what you watch, but yeah, I thought he was brilliant. 30 pressure acts. He led the game in pressure acts. He's always at every single contest. He's he's given it his heart and soul. He's had a crack um, back after Much, year, much like Cripper early on in his career, he's just um, willing, he's trying to will his team along by That's himself. That's a really so. exciting midfield in the mm. next few years. In the few it? years, because Cripper's only still actually, 24 or so. I feel like you watch Walsh's game and you can tell that he's inspired by Cripper's yeah. game. He's a quad achiever, isn't he? Mm. Well, he's just, yeah, well, he's just he's starting just to driven. blend into his same... Yeah, uh, I think he's just driven and wants know. to be the best on his team. Yep. He does. He's not happy with being Cripper's Cripper's fucking Cripper's bitch. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to say it, right? Bart's dogs hawks, mate. Oh my goodness, yeah, mate. it's you again. I'm under the pump. Under the pump hasn't started yet, has it? <laughs> no, you're in trouble early. <laughs> um, Caleb yeah. Daniel, unanimous. Get it around. Ty's love child. The, the bloke was unbelievable. Ty love child. There was a, there, don't get me wrong. They had plenty of contributors, the dogs. But seriously, our love child, Ty, leave it up. Mate. I'm glad you've got run with it, bud. Yeah, didn't have him um, for three. Didn't I have him, his son. I had him for two. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to be harsh on your kids sometimes. <laughs> Bont's got me three here. And... Uh, Mate, what a superstar! Seventeen contested possessions for the superstar, led oh, the ground, and eleven sick. clearances led the ground. Mate, also led the ground inside fifties. He's a superstar. Can't believe you deny it, buds. Caleb Daniel, three votes, buds. Had to go with you there. That guys, he's had a cracking probably last third of the season, last six games. Mm. He's he's probably the reason why the doggies are back up, like. In finals contention, yeah. I reckon. Having He's been freaking amazing. So, yeah, good yeah. on the little midget. Mate, 21 disposals by foot for Daniel. Mm. And can I just say... He probably hit every target too. He's an animal. Can I just say that he's the shortest bloke in the whole AFL, for those that don't already know that. That's because Ty doesn't play the AFL. No, he's shorter than me, mate. Yeah, he is. 100%. He's, he, oh, You're hey, a giant. He's, he's shorter, than, yeah, he's shorter than my one-year-old son. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> boys... He topped. You're the, not. You're no joint yourself, hang mate. On, you'll laugh at this. He took the most marks for the game. <laughs> you're kidding. By, by three. <laughs> yeah, I bet they were all above head. Now, don't get me wrong. They chip it back to him. <laughs> they were little old grass burners. <laughs> he took them above head. They, they chip it Good back idea. to him to get the foot in his hands. Jesus, good to watch, mate. He's awesome. Anyway, two votes to Pelly. Sorry. Yeah, my two's gone to Caleb Daniel, and um, someone's been listening to our podcast because there's a, a post going up on. AFL media at the moment saying is Caleb Daniel the best kick in the competition we flagged it a few weeks and ago we've flagged it for bloody ages mate someone's listening in thanks oh, thanks for listening superstar two votes Bont two votes beautiful one vote boys it was in order of the uh, the stats to be honest the stat sheet Libba yeah unreal he had a great great game now he's Nev's friggin love child I'll give you the tip with his shitty tattoos but he was I don't awesome. Even have a tattoo. And his, his tackle pressure was incredible. He made nine tackles, so only the one behind dunks in the tackle department there. And yeah, twenty eight disposals to go with it, so he was great. Yeah, uh, I missed that. But uh, I've given it to Dunks with the ten tackles. Um, it was tight. Yeah, I, I thought he was brilliant. Ten tackles led the game and led the game in pressure acts with thirty three, so yeah, just a beast, old Dunks. I was tossing up between them two and McRae actually, but I ended up going with my boy Libba. I uh, got the one vote. So. Oh, yeah. I'm so surprised. Yeah. Um, where uh, are you? Line Swans. Let's go, Tyber. So, um, oh, this game was pretty tight there for a little while, and then Lions just kicked away in the end. Um, Luke Parker's got my three votes, and it's just purely because he was a gun, mate. 33 disposals. He's led the game uh, in contested positions as well, and he's kicked two goals. Um, 
So with those disposals, he had 10 more than any Lion player. Lions um, really so, shared it this game. Yeah, I found yeah, it hard to did. find a Well, find when Neil's not getting line. 40 disposals, someone else has got to pick it up, and it's not going to be one player. It's got no, to be, yeah, it's got no to be one a really whole collective. It, up, it was well, a collective. They well, all yeah. just up their ante. Yeah, well, mate, Parker had my three, and uh, he's going to be doing a lot of work for that midfield over the next few years, I think, because they're in a rebuilding phase, and, yeah, I don't think they're going to win a lot of games over the next couple he's of years. He's getting old, so. though, Parker. How old is he, 29, 30? Oh, gee, harsh on getting old, aren't you? <laughs> he's way well, for he's, a footy. Like, he blows to the bar a few on that. <laughs> yeah, I've got a few on him, mate. It's Parker's three votes. Uh, yeah, he was definitely, whether your team lost or not, he B-A-J. was best on ground out there, boys. So, yep. Uh, Daniel Rich, uh, second there for me with two votes. Uh, I thought he was Lions' best player, and, and it was tough to pick because they did share it around so much. But um, yeah, he had 19 kicks from his 23 disposals. Um, six rebounds and led the game in metres gained. Rich made my form at the moment for him, actually, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Um, didn't get my two. Kennedy got my two from the Swans. Joshua. Yeah, it was, uh, and that's what I find it really strange to give my three and two to two it blokes is, on the mate. losing team. But <laughs> um, I had to go with him, mate. He was just as good as Parker, probably just mm. not quite as proficient. But, mate, I thought, yeah, I couldn't not go past him. Yeah, I actually tend to agree with you, Nev, but. Being the fact that as Swan got my three vote, obviously, and I picked Parker, um, my two and my one had to go to Lions for me. So I went to uh, Daniel Rich as well, Ty. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's just easy. The only other boy that goes close to Caleb Daniel by foot for me is Daniel Rich. My God, I love watching that boy kick. I could watch that boy kick a ball all day. It sounds different when he kicks it off his boot, eh? And don't get me wrong, they're different kicks to a degree as well. Because I guarantee you, Caleb Daniel can't launch that same. Bomb meters. and be accurate like yeah. Rich can be. Rich can kick any distance and be that accurate. Daniel probably can't. But still, when it comes to efficiency and what you want for your team, yeah. yeah Daniel just sort of sounds like a um, a bloke hitting a golf ball when it comes off it's Rich's just different. boot, doesn't it's it? Just or, like, or like a cricketer hitting Flies. just that ball out of the middle like mm. like Chris Gale Clean. or someone hits Flush. just different. Yeah, it's just unreal. Uh, yeah, I gave my one to a line as well and it's Jared... Jared the Lion, uh, mate. I thought he was the one that really stepped up um, when Neil was getting tagged big time. Jeez, he was shit, Neil. <laughs> couldn't touch don't it. About, don't know about shit, just <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, touch couldn't shake the tag, mate. Uh, yeah. I split my vote between Lions and Rich. Had to find room for a couple of Lions in there, and that's why I did that. So, yeah. Yeah, Jared Lyons got my one as well, boys. Um, just on Neil, the reason he's not shit is because after, <laughs> I'd say mostly after half time, which he is actually the when the Lions. Thing broke the shackles is he did do the team thing he could have mm. kept sticking to his guns peeling for freeze but still being within that two metres of that ruck contest three metres of that ruck contest he took his man away didn't he yeah, yeah. Took, took it to the outside led away and Zorks who was going into battle for him mm. who kept fighting off the other boat it actually worked out well that old mate again got sucked into the same fight being on Zorko and Zorks half sacrificed his own game to a degree too just to just to show a bit of bloody bulliness and and repel to help out Neil, and they just backed their other mids to be good enough in Jared Lyons, and that. they said, "Well, and they you've were. still got kids out here. We've still got blokes, and that's the way." What about young Caden so, Coleman? So, mm-hmm. Caden Kid Coleman, eh? he's a, he's be a handy, nice eh? little find, though. He might be a sneaky up for the last round in nomination. Maybe he might yeah. just sneak well, it. He probably maybe. deserves it. Yeah. Just sure. Oh, just one more quick thing on that Neil tag. Like, how easy is it? to tag him mm. out of a game. He can't handle a tag. We've seen Agreed. it over his whole career. And we've career. spoken about this and we don't know no why they didn't do it, it the first three quarters of the season. And, and the Swans were in the game until the last quarter pretty much. Who so. tagged him? Florent go to Clark. Him? No, Clark. Oh, Clark. Yeah. Was yeah. They yeah. were in the game until the last quarter. So, 
you know, if that's a better team that's tagging him, they, yeah. they I'm, smash him. I'm concerned as a Lions supporter because I'm literally worried going into finals that mm. they've just shown a perfect blueprint as to how to handle us. Now, Lions still kicked away. So the rest of them, well, we've got depth. There's no question there. But if you genuinely shut Neil out of a game altogether, you know, against the, the top sides in the comp, can we can we put those points on in that last quarter? Mm. Probably not. That was Sydney. Oh, we can that put was a bunch on. of kids. That's we can put right. points on, we just can't put goals on. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> true. Anyway, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's more of it. Yeah, well, last game, uh, Pies got up over the Suns here. So, um, Ty loves this. Dugowie with the three votes. Four goals, basically five, according to Buzz. No, but he actually gave one off to my check as well. So, literally, he could have kicked it himself, handed it off. So, say basically six. But he was uh, he was unreal, mate. And he was uh, he was bloody good. First game back and he tore it up. Yeah, I thought he was good. I thought he was definitely Collingwood's best, most influential for him and one of the game, I guess. But, funny enough, I just couldn't actually go past Toot Miller. I just thought the bloke was bloody unbelievable. Um, 22 disposals. I don't. He didn't lead that. I think there's a few above him for Collingwood. But the ones that are above him with disposals for Collingwood weren't their best. And he laid nine tackles, four marks. Just shit. There wasn't anything he didn't do. Do you I, think I he just? Do you think he just pokes along and doesn't never does anything flashy? So you reckon he mm. might go under the umpire's eyes a bit? Oh, because I never even thought about looking at Trelaw for uh, looking Tuke. at um, Tuke as a yeah. Vote, hey? No, definitely a little bit, a little bit because he's I always doing him. the team thing. Yeah. But I I saw him a fair bit during this game. Him and Weller, I saw all the time. So yeah, yeah. Weller well, definitely went a long way to winning me my fantasy. So anyway, Shut three for two for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I took my eyes off him. I didn't have him in my votes. Um, yeah, I did go to Goey for my three votes um, with a bit of thought. Um, wow, it's just, that just because hard. it was a tough, it was a tight game and tough to pick votes, I think. Like just watching it, you know, you saw Weller around everywhere. You saw... Um, different players had a just good everyone, quarter. Everyone they all had, had a, a good quarter each, times, but none yeah. of them dominated the game, did they? Yeah, so yeah, I gave it to Dickowie. Just the amount of goals he kicked probably got him over the line. Um, yeah. Mate, Trelaw got my two. So Adam Trelaw got plenty of the ball again. Uh, good to see him back. Like I said, he gets another game under his belt before finals, mate. And watch out for Collingwood. I hate to say it, but watch out for him. Trelaw with my yeah, two. Yeah, uh, I got two for Dickowie there, boys. He missed two as well. So the other thing is he didn't get that many disposals, but... When he misses two, like he laughs it off, like looks at the opposition and just say, "Oh, if only, hey, could you imagine, mate? Make you look like a fool out here, like." And it's just, it's very, very noticeable as a spectator. It's probably pretty noticeable as an umpire too. His arrogance with how good he is. So, yeah, uh, Lockie Weller, we spoke about him before. He got my two votes, and uh, yeah, good game. He's had a good season for the uh, Gold Coast. About time he repaid that number two pick they sent away. Yeah, um, I went with a. Uh... Um, Pies defender here on with Crisp. I thought he was unreal. Um, Maynard was looking good there for a while, but he just tailed off and yeah, probably yeah struggled a bit. But uh, I went with Crisp, got me my one point. So yeah, I uh, gave it to Weller as well. The tie one vote. He just bloody he, oh, he's your two, I think. But yeah, one vote for Weller. He was just he, I just could not look anywhere on the bloody paddock for longer than thirty seconds and not see that guy. So yeah. Yeah, Weller was everywhere. Braden Maynard was not. He was trash, mate. I don't know what game you were bloody watching. Is that the fantasy um, matchup you lost to Nev this week, Ty? Yeah, Maynard yeah, cost me big time. But <laughs> his, his disposal was shithouse. And as soon as he he had a kick out, Maynard, kicked it directly to his son. They run in, kicked a goal. And then he just dropped his bundle and was like, 
stuff this I'm not playing don't anymore don't pick him in fantasy mate. And, and he just went to shit like he was scared to kick the footy then like your fantasy team oh, no. to uh, anyway we're here talking about the Brownlow vote so Pendlebury got my one there uh, led the clearances score involvements had two goal assists and led the contested possession Jesus. genuine wow. beast yeah righto mm. did it all without raising a sweat yeah that's the votes I think Bart's bloody oath alright boys it's time to touch on um, our tallies and as soon as we get through our tallies as to where we're at going into next week, the final round, we're going to talk some uh, team stats and who we think is good value due to them actually being ahead on the tallies for ourselves for individual vote-getters per team. Let's get into it. Alrighty, boys. Uh, I'll kick us off here for our tallies. And uh, my top four, believe it or not, I've got Lockie Neal out in front here uh, still with 25 votes. Uh, Travis Boke there on 19, tied with Luke Parker, which is a bit of a roughie there uh, up on 19. Um, Yeah, mate, I think he's a a shot here. A bit of a roughie, but he'll be paying some money for a trifecta if we can get on it. Definitely. Or a first four. Or like top five, or Brownlow, or Brownlow without Neil. Um, yeah, and uh, then Petraka I've got there on eighteen in third spot, and Jack Steele rounding out the top one, two, three, four, five. Jack Steele one vote behind on eighteen, seventeen for Steele. Oh, sorry, yep. Yeah, right. I will. Uh, will lo and behold, locking Neil out in front. I've actually got him on uh, twenty-seven and a half though, so I've oh, I've yeah. might have over overgone there. Um, Travis Boak. In second on 21. Uh, I've got Jack Steele on 20 and a half. So only half a vote behind there. So basically evens. Um, then I don't know how this bloke snuck up so high. It's a bit like your Luke Parker. But I've got Zach Merritt on 18. Not sure if I've got a bit biased on him. But then Petraka just behind him on 16 and a half. So that's like my top five. They're probably set. I don't see anyone else from below there jumping into that top five. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Last round. Fair enough. Uh, fellas, I've also obviously got Lockie Neal on top, but he's only on 24 for me after getting no votes over the weekend. Um, Travis Boke, though, for me, right, he's sitting outright second, and he's on 22 votes. So I'm the only person at the bar that has him within striking distance of being able to take this Brownlow off Lockie Neal. I've got... What do you got Neal on, sorry? 24. Oh, okay, yeah. And Boke on 22. Yeah, righto. I've got Steele on 19... Tracker 18 and uh, McRae on 17. But even Steele on 19 obviously can't touch. He can't. He's, he's a full three vote off Boke for me for yeah. coming second. So I've got definitely Boke getting out right uh, behind Neil, whereas probably neither of you do. Yeah, uh, righto. But in saying that, yeah, if Boke was to get a three, he'd need a three this weekend. If he could get a three and Neil zero. Game's on, eh? Holy dooly. Holy hats. Oh, yeah, who knows? I don't know. But anyway, there, there, he, he is still a chance. Yeah, right <laughs> Uh Boys, apart from our vote tallies, while we're still looking at our whole spreadsheet here, let's get into a couple of players that we have in mind that according to, like, we're not just going for value here. We're not just throwing a, you know, a stab in the dark. According to our votes, who we have as a leader for their team on most votes, who is actually not favourite in the betting market. So who have you got here, boys? Tybo? Yeah. Um, in the, the Carlton most votes there, I've 
funnily enough, um, Paddy Cripps isn't the favourite for Carlton. Um, oh, really? Sam Walsh is at a dollar sixty. Um, so yeah, I got Paddy Cripps there. Four votes clear, I think, of of Walsh. It's a fair whack too. On uh, paying two dollars fifteen. So um, yeah, that's some good value there for good evens, yeah. for a gun player who's who's polled twenty five plus votes in the last four or so years of of footy. And around left, um, who finishes well. That's right. And he, he's a big unit, and he'd probably get more votes that, that you wouldn't give him through the season, I think. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Paddy Cripps there is, is a good one. And I've also got um, Josh Kelly for the Giants. So he's paying 350 I think. Yeah, 350 And Lockie Whitfield's the favourite there on 230 So it's a pretty tight race for the Giants. Um, but I've got him um, well clear of the next best Giant. What mate? What's he clear of Whitfield for for you, or roughly? Any idea? About four votes, I think. Mate, I'm blown away. Josh Kelly is paying three dollars fifty there because I, yeah, looking at my own tally, mate, I'm with you. I haven't got, jeez, oh, I've got Josh Kelly on about eleven votes. Yeah, I've got him on twelve. Sorry, I got him on thirteen votes, um, mate, and I don't have Whitfield. Uh, I don't have him above nine, so. I think that's an unbelievable bet. Yeah, because I've got Whitfield out in front, and I've got Kelly oh, do you? nowhere near. Yeah, you got Whit above Kelly. I've got Whit above. I, well, Kelly's not within. What I got Whitfield on eleven. Whitfield's at least. Ah, uh, Kelly's at least eight or less. Jeez, so, let's hope that's the rookie yeah. coming well, out. Yeah. Whit- Whitfield was your roughie there. Yeah, at the start of the season. So, so I might. Um, that could be a little bit of heart. Could be a little bit of bias there. Yeah, definitely. Right. Um. I'll, I'll go. I've got two here, so I'm looking at Cam Guthrie from the Cats. Uh, Danger's the favourite, um, but I've actually got Cam Guthrie a whole two votes in front of him. So I think he's paying three dollars. Yeah, I think he was three dollars fifty, mate. Something like look, that. So Danger's down around. I, I don't know, like almost even, so or dollar sixty or something like that. Mm. So there's one there. I got Cam Guthrie's a, a full two votes in front. My other one is uh, Angus Brayshaw. So Fife's the favourite. Um, as he is every year, but uh, oh, so Andrew then Andrew, see, just got too many. Yeah, Andrew Brayshaw. <laughs> too many Brayshaws in the comp. Yeah, there yeah. is, mate. Um, one's a commentator too, I believe. But anyway, um, I've got so I've got five on ten votes, and I've got Andrew Brayshaw on eleven. So only one in front, but I do have him in front. So yep. Um, that's after I did give five a three voter this week. So yeah, mm. um, I've got uh, Walters there at Frio. And he's paying ten bucks, and you've got him in I've front got of him, both of them. I've got right him now. well in, or probably yeah, a few votes in front of um, Andy Brayshaw. So yeah, a little cheeky one, and I'm the only one that's got him so high. So, but I have watched a lot of Frio games this year. So yeah. I've still got five boys on that one. I've still got him ahead, but not by a lot. Only about two two votes yeah, okay, above yep. Andy. So um, yeah, not a bad bet then. But I, I I'm with you on the Geelong one. Looking at my my votes here. I've actually got... Uh, Guthrie's been Guthrie's, a lot more consistent, hasn't I've, he? I've got him for the equal year. with Danger yeah, right at on. the moment. But uh, I would say he's in more form. And if anyone's going to get votes this week, it's probably Guthrie, not mm. Danger, believe it or not. So Because mm. Danger's not hitting those straps like he does normally in the last three rounds. So, yeah. Um, fellas, for me, uh, I'm likewise on a few, obviously. So, elsewhere, I've still got Scott Pendlebury. Um, he's... Fair, in fairness, he's not ahead of Taylor Adams, but he's equal with Taylor Adams. I believe he's playing as good a footy as Taylor Adams, and uh, Adams tends to not get as much ball when Trelaw's back. So potentially this weekend, Pendles, if he can gain a vote over Adams, 
definitely a bet there. Uh, Pedals is about two dollars forty. Adams is about dollar eighty or something like that. So that's still good even money too there for Pedals because sometimes I'm a bit harsh on him too because he is just so. I guess he does things so easy that sometimes you don't notice him as much as you should, and he still gains. He's a vote getter. He's a hundred percent a vote getter. So that's one there. And my other one, boys, uh, looking through, who do we have? Ah, uh, boys, West Coast. I've got Nick Natanui on top. Now, Ooh. Nick Nat, Nick Nat is currently $3.30, I think, uh, or thereabouts. I still have him on top of Kelly, Gaff, Shuey, and the likes. Uh, the market has Kelly at $1.70. I, I can't have that. Um, That's good Tim value Kelly's, there, Tim eh? Kelly's got some good, some good votes. Oh, sorry, two seventy for Kelly. So, so obviously they think it's tight. It's not an outright two dollars seventy for Kelly, three dollars thirty for Nick Nat or thereabouts, three fifty. But yeah, Nick Nat for me, I've got him ahead of Kelly, not just by a vote. I've got him ahead by I think four votes. Oh so, yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah, others may not, but I mean. To be honest, I've actually got Dom Sheed uh, one above Kelly. So, Ooh. yeah, there it is. Open race there. I just West don't Coast. think Kelly should be as short as what he is there in the West Coast market. And mm. Nick Nat is playing good footy right now, well, as is Kelly, I guess. So. so this last round could really like... Yeah, boys. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, there's a few to get on there if uh, you're having a bet. You know, probably before the last rounds when to get on because if either of these guys happen to do what we want them to do, they come they, in a fair bit. They can't be touched. So especially get on if they well. get a best on ground, like three votes, that takes you from behind to in front straight yeah. away. So, so get on them while the while the money's there. Was there any news on the the Eagles coming back into the lineup? Like the Sheed and, oh, and Sheed, I think's back. Yeah. I'm not sure on Shuey. McGovern's out again. So mm. they're they're better than they were last week. Yeah, so. I, just, I just wonder, it might even come down to the, the last game to see who gets the three votes, Nick Nat or Tim Kelly, to see who wins that mm. little battle there. For sure. Mm. Very good, boys. Okay, fellas, we're uh, bringing back under the pump. We only missed it last week due to the Megapod, and we did miss it, and I think our listeners missed it too, judging by a bit of feedback. So... Yeah. From here on in, we will endeavour to have it every single week. Obviously, only a week to go, but next year, it will be back <laughs> well and truly. So, Nev, mate, hit us with some questions. Yeah, so we've got a few, so I'll try and get through them quickly. So, first one, which club is in a worse position at the moment, North Melbourne or Adelaide? North Melbourne. They have struggled to shake off all of their bad habits. Adelaide have given their fans a chance at revival. Uh, I disagree. I think North Melbourne, um, Adelaide have played well the last three weeks, but um, North Melbourne have had a better um, season in general, I think. Oh. And and uh, they've got some bones there to deal with. I don't know. I think both clubs are struggling. North Melbourne's got a few issues in-house, paper players like Pollock, etc. So, interesting to see what happens behind the scenes there at North Melbourne. Adelaide have got a better list tools. That's enough, bud. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> right, Question number two. Does Geelong need another key forward to combat the elite defence as Richmond demonstrated this round? No, I don't think so. But they seriously need to put more work into making sure Radagalia is a forward. If you're not going to develop him into a full-time Ruckman, make certain that he's the two-pronged attack with Hawkins. Yeah, no, I don't think they need another a big forward. They need someone, obviously, because Hawkins is 32 or so years old. But yeah, I agree. Um, pick if you're going to make Radigley a Ruckman or a Ford. 
It's not hard. I think they're fine, boys. I think that was a bit of an anomaly that that game last week. So he um, gets double team, mate. Yeah. That's what I, the question's about. That's enough, buds. Right, <laughs> <laughs> you're in your bloody question talking. three. Are Richmond well, after didn't this? Didn't answer properly at question all. Question three. Are Richmond after this round looking to be the premiership favourites? Yep, I 100% believe they are. Or I think they should be, and I think they deserve to be. Their structures in place and their ability to fill the void when others are out is still way too strong. They are still beating the best sides of the comp when they are on the game. No way. They played one game, and, mate, this isn't Dancing with the Stars um, or a synchronized diving effort. They're not the favourites. And, uh, Quick. Yeah, they played well. let Nev be a politician well. again. Yeah. Well. Mate, I've got them as favourites. Is that it? Yeah. Jeez, oh, you go in depth. Oh, I don't have any time because of you, clowns. Um, <laughs> question four. Does Port Adelaide win its first final against either Richmond or Geelong? Oh, they'll lose to both of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Port Adelaide, it's shit. I don't know how they finished top of the ladder. Oh, harsh, but they'll They're lose to both. They're not a great team. Mate, I, I've team. got them going out in straight sets, a bit like the Lions last So they'll last lose year. to both? I think so, mate. Yeah, I, think the question, I think they'll lose to whoever they play in finals. <laughs> Just sit on the fence. Doesn't matter oh, who. They could beat them if they want to, but maybe <laughs> they won't. Yeah. Oh, righto. Question five. Good, we beat the time there. So... Uh, no, yeah, question five. So the Suns are likely to finish 14th this season. With Real and others to come back next season, do they have a chance of making the eight next year? Yes, they're playing good enough. Yes. They are playing good enough footy and they get enough self-belief now that they've only got to win probably three of their tight games this year and they're already a sniff this year. So yeah, I'll give, I'll give them a chance. Yeah, 100%. They've had plenty of really close games this year and Real, when he was there and leading that team, they were winning games and um, yeah... Mate, they still they were very competitive in the other games. Mate, I, I reckon they'll really push the eight next year. They'll be better next year for all the tight games they've had this year. So yeah, I think they'll make the eight next year. They'll make the eight. That's <laughs> enough, buds. <laughs> That's enough. Mate, right, oh, question it. six. Any moustache growing tips that any of you can give us for this November? Oh, we grow an unbelievable moustache, I think. But A, I've never really tried, and B, my wife would shoot me. Yeah, my biggest Nothing. tip is uh, what are we now? September. Start now. That's yeah. my tip. Uh, that's my tip, and it still doesn't work. I'm garbage. I've got no tips, boys. Sorry. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't help that bloke. Yeah. <laughs> Call up up Warney. He knows how to grow hair. Thanks for making that Brownlow relevant too, mate. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever asked that. Right. Uh, last question I've got is: um, Please, is old hands in the back Hawkins going to be an issue going into forwards with it being brought up? Into the finals. Who, who brought so, it up mate. first? Did it's it actually media. get raised no, in the media? It's in the media okay. Yeah, yeah it'll be no issue. He doesn't do. He doesn't do it enough to cost his team that many goals. Yeah, no, we spoke about it already, and and oh, just people trying to pick little things out of a champion that's winning the Coleman Medal this year. Yeah, yeah. Is is his Coleman tainted now? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is this another question? <laughs> oh, no, mate, what a stitch I don't think it'll be an issue. Kane Corns. Oh, my right goodness. Oh. Anyone else got any questions? Bards, I think I, you've got a couple. Mate, I do, I do. No, just the one, just the one. Just the one. Yeah, look, I uh, got one from Johnny Boy, I believe he's... Yeah, John. I'll just make sure I got that right. Johnny Could be Jimmy. <laughs> John, is John it? Boys from Brisbane. He's written in. Question here. So I need you to have your, your spreadsheets up there, boys, because this okay. will be quick and easy that way. Don't need it. I'm smart um, enough. Boys, I want to place a Brownlow winning bet in the without Neil market on Jack McRae. I have him on more than Boke. Interested to know exactly how many votes each of you have him on. 
I'm just hoping to hear some consistency here. Mm. So, boys, he likes McRae. He's got him above Boak, so he obviously knows we've all got Boak. So, what have you got McRae on? Yeah, I'll tell you right now, you're wasting your money because <laughs> I've only got him on 13, but so he's about six behind Boak at the moment for oh. me. And, yeah, he's not up there, right? Yeah. He gets a lot of the footy, but he doesn't. Ty, I've, I've got him on. I've got him thirteen and a half. So the same. He's seven and a half behind Boak. Not a chance, mate. Not a chance. Oh, I've got You've him on eighteen votes. So he's four behind Boak for me. So, so Johnny, Johnny we, one of your mates. He's he hasn't got consistency there, John, and he hasn't got a chance for us. Oh, that's enough, buds. <laughs> no, no. That's enough. Well, is that? Do no you have anything, Ty? You got nothing, Ty? Uh, yeah, I do. Oh, I've okay. got one vote. Uh, One not, not a vote, sorry. It's a it's a question. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you think would be the Lions' chances if they had to play a final in Port Adelaide? If they had to fall down to third spot, which I think they still can. Is no, it, no, it's top two guaranteed. They can only top two guaranteed. Bad question. No, this is what I got sent in. Anyway, if they were to play out of Queensland, do you think they would win that first final? Uh, as long as it's not Richmond, I think they can beat any other team in the comp without a problem. Richmond's my worry. Yeah, Richmond and Geelong. If it wasn't against either of those sides in this top eight this year, they could still win their first final. Yeah, uh, irrelevant question because, mate, they uh, they can only finish top one or two. So <laughs> this bloke is a bit of a flog. That's anything. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Oh, you throwing us under the bus <laughs> there, haven't you? Um, you, you just sprayed him. Yeah, <laughs> well, wake up yourself. Learn the bloody fixture. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you just you literally asked that question of that poor bugger just to dump on him. Well, <laughs> mate, he's got to be aware of the draw. Maybe it was sent him before before the lines. It could have actually it might have been last week because we missed it last yeah. week, and they could have <laughs> actually finished <laughs> that. Can you apologize? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Leroy. Yeah, mate, if they played outside of Queensland, maybe they name? lose Leroy or something. Wasn't Le- it? Yeah, no, it wasn't. I just made that name oh. up. It wasn't Leroy. It was Liam or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, let's get on to the best bet, boys. <laughs> right, hey boys, let's get into the bar's best bet. Nev, talk us through last week, mate. Yeah, so uh, I had Rocky to get uh, 20 plus disposals. He got that. I had Boke to get 20 plus disposals. He got that. I had Robbie Gray to get two plus goals, and he got one. Didn't get the second, so just let us down at the last. Last bit. Sorry, boys. Yeah. So yeah. close, mate. Yeah, I know. I, we, we even flagged there last week that... You did Robbie, say you didn't like Robbie Gray. No, we just said that he'll be the one that keeps us on the edge of our seat. We were pretty confident with the rest of it. But it was paying about $4.60. Ah, uh, 4 dollars 60 so, if you boosted it. So did, did you it, win so. the bet or not? No, I went down. Went down. <laughs> <laughs> Took your time getting Jeez, that ready. Bards, we haven't heard that for a while, have no, we? No, not for Nev. He's always bragging about always getting up is. for the bar. and mate. You boys haven't I think, had a I win think we're actually all even now. I think we're two up each. Yeah, so. sounds about right, mate. Yeah, we're, we're but pretty good. Uh, on, on, talking, on, on to better dollars. things. Let's talk about this week, eh? Righto. Yes. We're due for a multi, boys. No one's individual turn this week. And fitting, just fitting going into the last round of fixtures that we end on a multi. So let's get a winner. Uh, Nev, take us over the first leg. What's going on, mate? Mate, I, uh, I'm looking at the Crows game. So I believe they play the Tigers. Um, and I'm looking at Matt Crouch for most disposals in his group. The only worry there is Rory Laird. Um, Ty's just got a message. <laughs> so Matt yeah, Crouch. I've got Matt Crouch, wow. mate. Uh, the Tigers don't they, don't, do they don't get big disposals. Laird's really the only issue. But I think Matt Crouch 
can uh, yeah possibly the last game he might play with his brother this year too. So I reckon he'll he'll tear it up. Yeah, I like that a lot actually. Tybo, mate, second leg. What do you got first? Yeah, mate, I've got um, Jacob Hopper to get twenty plus disposals, and Ooh. I'll tell you why. 18 is his lowest he's had in his last five games. The rest have been about 22, 23. Um, he is a genuine ball getter. Doesn't do too much with it, but he gets the footy in his hands and gets rid of it. So that's a disposal, and that's what we're going for here. 20 of those. Righto. Yeah. What, are you, what are you getting for him, mate? What's he around? Sorry. Uh, about $1.70, I think. $1.65, yeah. $1.70 for yeah. 20 and Nev, what was um, yours? That well, the most disposals per group isn't out until teams are named yet. So, yeah, right. But they generally pay. What do they pay about? Oh, anywhere three, between three, three to three fifty, something yep, like that. For sure. And Laird for... will be Laird will probably drive his price up a little bit too. So. I won a bet on Matt Croucher about four weeks ago. Not that I want to reiterate that, but I, I did. <laughs> um, and he was three dollars fifty then. There you so, go. Right, so three dollars fifty to a dollar seventy, dollar eighty. And then, boys, I'm going to go into the Geelong game. Uh, I think this bloke will be recalled. He's not in the market right now, to be honest with you. But I think he'll be recalled, and I'm going to go on Gary Rowan to kick a goal against his own old club for any time goal scorer. Now, if for some reason he's not available, I'm going to give you a backup option there and put straight into uh, Charlie Cameron, boys. He will kick two-plus goals against Carlton. Yeah, so right. if that's not that's not the number one option, Gary Rowan to kick a goal any time is. But that's the result we want to get, Ty. Sounds like money. So, yeah, smells like money. Yeah, so what do we got? You've got... Gary Rowan to kick a goal. Or... Oh, look, if, if for some one, reason he's not one. named, Charlie Cameron to kick two. Just one goal for Gary Rowan. Yep, just yeah, any time. He'll be yep. about $1.80 for that. Jeez, yep. that's unreal. And, uh, yes, I've got Jacob Hopper, 20-plus disposals. Yeah, and I've got Matt Crouch, most disposals in his group. So, Very good. Yeah. All right, boys, onwards and upwards. Let's go. Righto, boys, that's a wrap. Another week dusted. Um, in fact, that's that's pretty much the year dusted, yeah? So one more. We, we've got one more to go. Uh, and that'll be, that will be our final tallies, boys. That's pointing everyone in the direction of, well, who probably is going to be the Brownlow winner. You blokes have decided. I haven't yet. Uh, but, yeah, next week, complete tally of our top... We'll, we'll probably run through maybe even the top ten, but um, the top five will be finalised. Might even post our tallies on our social media. Um, site so you can maybe have a bit of a look or yep. something like that. We might quickly touch on who we believe is uh, obviously going to win the Rising Star, but also who we believe is probably the unlucky one that's that's maybe there to watch in the coming years that we that we thought were great young rookies that are wants to follow in the future. Not so much Rising Star, but just in general, Brown, future Brownlows. Bloody oath, mate! And uh, everything else in between, boys. Our best bet. Hopefully, it gets up. And that's about her. Yeah. See you next week for the last round. Yeah, all right. See you next week. Beautiful. Let's crack on. See you then. Bye.